Shade, I do. Love is stronger than pride. The Jet Set Breakfast on SAFM with Bertha Charuma up until 10. So the question has been, when we open the show, tea or coffee? Are you a tea person? Are you a coffee person? What gets you ready for your morning? Who, I mean, who has won the Jet Set uh, Breakfast tea or coffee battle? Something has been just playing in my mind and it's saying coffee, 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 coffee. But I could be wrong. I could be so, so wrong. And the study reveals that what your morning beverage says about you. So your coffee drinking habits may say a lot about you or your tea drinking habits may say a lot about you. And joining me online, I've got Adele Dutoit, spokesperson for SA Roybos Council. Good to have you on SAFM. Good morning, Bertha, and morning to your listeners. I had no clue your morning beverage could say a lot about you. I oh, no. yes, it can. <laughs> <laughs> and for you, what, what is it? What will it be for you? Tea or coffee? For me specifically, I enjoy my rooibos tea. And that means, according to the study, I'm extroverted. I like classical and country and pop music, even hip-hop and rap. I'm more of a cat person than a dog person, and I'm a night owl. Really? But who came up with this concept where they can actually define us and put us in different categories to say, okay, this one likes rock, okay, this one likes classical, just from your beverage? (laughs) So the study was actually done in America with 2,000 Americans, and it was done with a market research company, OnePole. And they asked people questions about their morning beverages and, of course, also about their personality and the things that they enjoy. And out came this very interesting result. Mm. And I just want to engage our listeners as well, um, of course, uh, joining the conversation. And I'm talking to Adele Dutoit. And uh, if you're a coffee person, uh, do talk to us on our WhatsApp number 0614104107. Or otherwise, you can call us directly on 086-000-2032. I found this to be very, very fascinating. So in terms of you said uh, cats and dogs, there's a difference there in terms of music. What other things? And I was also going through some of the info. And it says even your watching habits, your TV series are very, very different. Correct. So coffee drinkers tend to watch Friends, The Big Bang Theory and The Walking Dead, where tea drinkers look more towards Seinfeld, The Office and Grey's Anatomy. Wow. So millions of South Africans reach for a cup of tea, apparently. Do they reach for a cup of of, of tea? Or is it more coffee? So South Africans, I think, are a little bit of both. And, of course, we also have the indigenous rooibos that I spoke about a little bit earlier. But in this study done, 75% of the respondents said that they reached for their first cup, whether it be tea or coffee, before 8 o'clock in the morning. So all of them early starters. Mm. So when asked about why the preference of, 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 of coffee or tea, I mean, this is this is really, really baffling for me because I'm... I don't know. I have moments. So if I'm if it's, if somebody's like me, I have moments. I'm not really a big tea person, but when I do my coffee, it's like I can stop for a long time, and then when I go back, it's like a tablespoon full. Could you do you think it could be addictive? Maybe addiction to 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 caffeine. Absolutely. So we know caffeine, which is both in coffee and tea, but in coffee a little a bit more is um, a stimulant and 40% of people who are actually coffee drinkers say that they actually want their first cup of coffee in the morning to get them going because of that caffeine and that buzz. 
But 37% of tea drinkers said exactly the opposite. They don't want that effect from caffeine, and they really appreciate living in the moment, and they all are all more reflective by nature. Yeah. So we conducted a poll, and uh, this is the reaction that we got. I've got here one who says, Morning, morning, SAFM. Um, and the listeners, I drink black tea. Okay. Another one says coffee, black and strong, made from freshly ground beans, no sugar, often more than one cup to get me going. That's Stephen in Cape Town. Some people actually can go through like 10, 15 cups a day of coffee because I'm a coffee drinker. So maybe I pay attention, more attention to to, to coffee with tea. Can you consume so much tea in a day? Well, for, for normal tea, which we know is salon tea, again, it contains caffeine. I would say 10 cups is a lot, whether it be coffee or tea. Um, but if we talk about rooibos, rooibos is actually excellent. And if you drink six cups of rooibos a day, there was a study done at the Cape Peninsula University of Technology that found people that drank six cups of rooibos a day. After six weeks, their um, heart health improved because rooibos helps to lower cholesterol. Mm. So from a rooibos perspective, I know it has uh, a lot of health benefits. And what are those? Correct. So first one, heart health, as I mentioned now, not only does it lower cholesterol, it also helps to lower blood pressure. There's also been studies done on rooibos' benefits for diabetes. We know diabetes is one of the diseases that's very prevalent at the moment all over the world, not just in South Africa. Rebels also helps to lower stress, so and it does that by lowering the stress hormone cortisol. So if you're living a stressful life, rebels added to your lifestyle would be excellent. And then if you battle with indigestion and even sleeping problems, rebels can help soothe digestion and give you a good night's rest. Mm. And I've often seen uh, new moms actually drinking a lot of rooibos. They say apparently it helps to lactate. Is that true? I don't think the lactation has been proven and to say, say that you can actually say that. But the great thing is that new moms can drink rooibos because there's no caffeine in it and it won't harm the baby. So that's an excellent option. And also people actually giving babies rooibos tea? Yes, you can. From six months, because up to six months, of course, we, we recommend breast milk. But from six months, when they get um, to eat some solids, you can add rooibos either to a bottle milk if you're not breastfeeding anymore, or you can just give it to them either um, as a bottle itself in between meals. It doesn't um, replace any meals or just as a refreshing drink. And just before I let you go, uh, for babies, what are the benefits? So it's the same as for adults. And the great thing about rooibos is not just drinking rooibos that can be beneficial for babies. If you have nappy rash or if your baby has cradle cap or rashes um, on the skin, you can actually bath your baby in rooibos-infused water and it will help soothe those allergies. This is interesting. I know I have my moments, but I do, whenever I stop my coffee, I do go to rooibos. I really, really love it. And I love it with lots of milk. I don't know why, but I do. I really thoroughly enjoy it. Well, Adele, thank you so much for chatting to us. And um, if any of our listeners would like to get some more information, you know, about rooibos, where can they go? So you can go to the South African Rooibos Council website. There's lots of information on there on research. There's recipes, including rooibos. So um, go to saroibos.co.za or follow us either on Facebook or Instagram. And just as a, this is something I just kept for the, for the last minute. It just came to mind. I know that uh, the last time there was a little bit of a hoo-ha about where it originated from. And 
it was confirmed it originates from South Africa. Is that, is that, is that true? Correct. So Rebels grows in a very small area. It's around a 100-kilometer radius around a town in Tan William in the Western Cape. That's in the Cedarburg. It grows nowhere else in the world. And in 2021, Rebels was awarded the a protected designation of origin status from the European Union. And that means that Rebels now joins Champagne and Port. It can only be recognized as a, a, an indigenous herb grown in that small area in the Western Cape. Oh, at least proudly South African. I'm happy to hear that. Um, Adele, thank you so much for joining us and chatting to us. Have yourself a great weekend. Same to you. Thanks so much, Bertha. Bye-bye for now. Adele Dutoit, spokesperson for the SA Rooibos Council and talking about are you a Rooibos person or are you a coffee person? From the looks of things, it seems like quite a lot of us do drink a lot of coffee, but maybe we need to migrate and start drinking um, uh, Rooibos, start drinking tea. So I'm going to give you the clue once again so that we can give you an answer a bit later on and you can share on our WhatsApp line, on our SAFM WhatsApp line, 0614104107. So the clue is, where are we? Here is the clue. Declared a World Heritage Site by UNESCO in 1999 and the site is home to the largest concentration of human ancestral remains anywhere in the world. Where are we today? We'll be back.